Welcome to the Freud's Angels podcast, where two highly intuitive women dig into everyday problems using our connection to the divine, psychology, and energy work. We support you in your self-awareness, growth, and aid you in your shadow work. Now we're your hosts. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Grace. Let's get into the show. Hi, angels. How are we? How are things? Um, Welcome to episode 91. Are we on? 90, 91. Nice, 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 nice. Um, so we took a week off recording last week because, um, I had a metaphysical fair to attend and yeah, didn't happen to align with recording. So we're recording this post fair and maybe we'll have an episode soon to talk about all the things, because I know Vanessa just joined her own intuitive panel recently. And so we'll talk a lot about that maybe the next episode, but today we're going to talk about something kind of different what are we talking about Vanessa well so today we're gonna get a little uh make a connection (laughs) between our spirit and our 3d body (laughs) and how that works parallels (laughs) yeah so we're gonna we're gonna connect some dots hopefully um and you know how it goes probably some for ourselves as well um it's basically that idea of like what happens to our bodies when we're shifting energetically and psychically and intuition based stuff. And, you know, um, it came up as part of a, that panel that, uh, that I was on and just kind of, you know, some of the stuff that you forget about that happens on your spiritual journey. And for me, it was like an eye opener of like, Oh yeah. And then starting to really look at how my body has shifted since I really started digging deep into the, um, you know, the, the more spirit based intuition based stuff. So I'm kind of excited to talk about it because I think some people, myself included, you don't understand what's going on (laughs) and, and it doesn't feel good sometimes. So, um, yeah, like I'm kind of, I'm kind of excited to talk about it and give some people some, maybe some pointers or just like some information on what to expect. You know, you may be sitting here, you know, ready to, to jump in, but, um, maybe something has happened physically to you and you're feeling some type of way about it. No, let's, hopefully we can bring some light into, into those places that sometimes people don't talk about. I know I didn't hear about it (laughs) until it happened. (laughs) Yes. And some of you have heard them called Ascension symptoms or there's many different names to use, but basically Um, there's a couple of different ways to look at this. Now understand, disclaimer time. (laughs) We are not medical doctors. We are not the end all, the be all. If you are ill and you feel you are ill, don't think, oh, these are ascension symptoms and not go to the doctors. Please consult your doctor if you are ill to the point where you are not well. I mean, if you have a cold and you're like, meh, it's not, you know, you just, you, you're just, it's allergies. I get it. But if you are not well, please go to the doctor. This is not meant to replace your common sense. Okay. This is meant to give you insight to those times where kind of out of nowhere, you're, you don't feel great. You're like, Oh, 
my God, like I never have stomach issues and I'm having like, you know, gas or maybe you're having like constipation or diarrhea or digestive problems. You're not, food's not sitting well and you you feel like you're going to throw up or maybe you've mm-hmm. never had headaches and you get, you're getting massive headaches and you're like, what the hell? Um, there are times in life where those happens when you're on a journey of sorts. Now we have to remember, and this is something I said in my post on Instagram yesterday is that our bodies are the densest part of our being. It's like, we are made of water and we are made of cells and we are made of muscles and tissues and, and bone and all sorts of different things. So energetically energy moves very fast and can shift very quickly, but our bodies, because we're so dense kind of takes a little bit of extra time to do that. So when we need, so when we are doing a lot of work, maybe intentionally or not intentionally, we need to understand that our body's going to react somehow. And it's going to step into that space of, um, like I need rest. I need downtime. I need, I, 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 I need nurturing. I need good food. I need food that's going to fulfill us food that, that, you know, isn't empty calories, you know, um, or maybe you need ice cream because you're, that's nurturing for you in the moment, whatever that is. Um, Vanessa, do you want to share how it came about for you? I think on your own journey, I think you have a more definitive, like storyline about how that impacted you when you first started your kind of getting into that intuitive part of you. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and actually, as we were talking, I was thinking of some other little different parts, including like on Friday, I had like an issue because of just the differences in what's going on in your life and how your body responds to it. It's actually kind of fascinating when you really think about it. This is the kind of stuff when you're watching somebody, you know, who's trying to explain quantum physics to you and you're like, I don't get it. When you experience something, you're like, okay. Maybe I can't put it together like a scientist, but my gosh, I can feel it and I can see the precursor and here we are. <laughs> so for me, the first time that I felt it um, was a couple, you know, a couple years ago. I don't, I'm trying to do math now. Um, three years ago, three and a half years ago, something like that. And that was really when I had committed to my spiritual journey. I, you know, I always was on a spiritual journey. It was more you know, Catholic base, because that was all I knew for a long time. And then I just didn't have the mental bandwidth to deal <laughs> with anything like that for a while. So when I got here in South Carolina, I made that commitment of like, things are going to change. My brain is going to change. My heart is going to change. My soul is going to change. I'm doing the work this time. And that's just the way that it's going to go. Um, and so I was diving into like everything that came at me. I wanted to know everything about like what spiritual gifts I naturally had to bring out and which ones were just, you know, just to test out and see if you like them, because we've talked about this. We all have the ability to access, you know, certain things if we really open up to it, but some things are our thing, right? Like, and those are, those are the natural ones and the ones we enjoy. So, you know, long story short being, I did all of these things in a short period of time. It was like every day I was doing something like 
that was, that was this. And I started to get like horrible, like migraine, like headaches. I mean, now that I think about it now, it feels like a very stronger, like a a much stronger feeling of when my third eye tingles a little bit, (laughs) but it was like pressure. And it was so, I was like a mess. And I remember, you know, one of the people in my spiritual group saying, well, I mean, this happens when you start to open up to your intuition and it could be your third eye being blocked, you know, and that it's, it's trying to open, but there's blocks. And, you know, there was this whole big talk about it. And I was like, that can affect my body. <laughs> it was like a question of like, but don't, don't headaches just come from stress. You know, like I really had to dig deep into like, what do I even know about how things happen in our bodies? Um, and so that was like the first, you know, step. And so I started to learn how to ground and to learn how to protect and to learn how to, you know, listen before it turns into your head and a vice um, kind of thing. And, you know, things have been pretty smooth <laughs> since then. But that was my first like introduction to it. It was pretty rough. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, I, it was when I got that information about what it possibly was, I remember being like, do I really want to do this? <laughs> like, if this is what it's going to feel like, you know, I hear you promising that it won't always be this way, but <laughs> I got a kid to take care of and it's just me. So I can't be like this, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, but I mean, but even so recently as, you know, on Friday, so like I've, I've been, you know, opening more and more to allowing the intuition to exist in all the spaces, including work, like really letting it out to play, not just having it be there without knowing, which is how it's always been. You know, it's just kind of like going with the flow. And what I called the flow was really just kind of the intuition coming in. But I've noticed that when I'm doing it um, purposely, I'm drained. I get drained a lot more quickly. And, um, I showed up for a practice on Friday night and I, I started to get the head thing in the vice (laughs) and I had trouble connecting. I was, my, my connection was very spotty where it hadn't been. And it was, I was like, I had an intense day of work. Wow. You know, like this, this is an ongoing thing to protect against. This is an ongoing thing to, to think about. And that shift is requiring me to do more things differently than I would do before, because it's another level of access that I'm, you know, that, that I'm trying to get at. And it's, it's really kind of fascinating, you know, to really think about it. And I'm excited to think about, you know, the, some of the other stuff that you've said, I have problems with digestion. I have, you know, all that stuff. And some of it, is that C-section, you know, cut, cut, cut me open, put my guts on the table. I'm sure that you know, there's some trauma there, but I definitely want to learn more about the energetic stuff and the shifting that takes place to heal that, you know, this is all fascinating stuff to me, but long story short, many, many different uh, branches of it. That was my first experience. That, and I love that. And I love that how articulate you shared that. Um, because I think some of us don't realize that we're experiencing those symptoms. I went through a period of time where I had headaches all the time. And then when I, I used to have chronic migraines all the time. Then when I started my RA treatment, when I first got sick, they went away. 
And then when I, as I switched medicines and whatever, I would, they would, they would start to come back. But when they came back, they were different. They weren't the same headache I experienced like mm-hmm. forever ago as a kid. Um, they were different because they came from a different space. Yeah. Like the headaches mm-hmm. that I get from migraines all come from my neck. They all come from the not being supported. Ironic. And I mean, that's a whole other podcast. I think we've done it about how our physical body manifests symptoms. Like I don't feel supported. Where is that energy in the back of your neck? Where do I get my headaches from? The back of my neck. And yeah. what was my mantra? Nobody supports me. I'm not supported. Nobody, you know, hello, hello. Like, hi, can, can we talk about parallels? Can we talk yeah. about like how we manifest our own physical issues? Hey, no. And if we're not listening, our body's like, well, you'll listen to this. <laughs> yeah. It needed to give me a chronic like illness in order for me to listen. That's how stubborn I am. I digress. Anyways. So where was I? Oh, okay. Headaches. So when I started kind of on that path, I started my spiritual journey after I was diagnosed with RA because I was refusing to let it live me. I was not going to live, let my sickness run me and run my life. So I had had a Reiki treatment done and the, the, the change was so profound that I was like, this is, and that started my spiritual journey. Now, when I would have headaches, as I was on the spiritual journey, it, it was like more from the top of my head. Like, you know how when you're trying to, like somebody's trying to pour something and, and if the thing you're pouring it into is like malleable, you hold it open, you use yeah. pressure. Mm-hmm. So that's what it felt like somebody was putting a retractor on my top of my head and opening up my crown chakra and like pulling it open oh so God. that it could like, so it was a it's lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's when I know that it's spirit kind of like saying, kind of opening. It felt like, you know, somebody was trying to take two halves of my head and and opening it and then pulling it aside. So it like energy would download. That's when I knew that it was more intuitive, like evolvement versus tension headache. Right. Um, But the thing I will say is. And I want to share this because you mentioned it, Vanessa, about how, you know, you were exhausted, you were tired, you were after doing it all day. When you begin your journey, your body can only hold so much vibrational energy. And if you're used to kind of mid-grade vibration and you're kind of there, then you're starting to get into the higher vibrational stuff. Your body can't hold it for very long because it, it's not sustainable it's exhausted quicker because it doesn't, it hasn't had the practice. That's why the, I mean, you've heard many psychics and many people say, you know, practice your intuition because it's like a muscle you constantly like, it's like working out. You have to flex the muscle and use the muscle in order for it to grow. The same thing is with intuition is that you have to flex your intuitive muscle in order for you to understand it and for it to grow and for it to be more prominent in your life. But Mm -hmm. that takes energy. It also takes a higher vibrational energy, which if you think about it, if you start your gym journey, wanting to be stronger, 
you're only going to go for half an hour because you don't have that much resilience or bandwidth energetically in order to sustain an hour workout. But, but as you go, you slowly increase the time that you're in the gym and working certain muscles and you increase the weight. And so, you know, using that akin to the idea of you can spend longer and longer times in this energy and you can access higher and higher. You're adding the weight, you're accessing higher levels of vibrational energy, Mm -hmm. especially when you work with spirit, if you're a healer, if you do Reiki, you've been attuned to that, a certain vibrational level. And when you do other attunements for other healing, you are attuned to that vibrational energy. Now, working with the healing angel protocol, which is what I usually, that's, that's the umbrella that I use because what it'll do is if it needed and it's warranted, it'll tell me to bring in the other modalities that I know in certain places and certain moments, but Mm -hmm it gives me an overarching sense of, of what a bigger sense of what the client needs. So I'm, when we do what's called the hollow bone of healing, meaning we merge with angels and that's, you got to think that's a great energy. I mean, we're talking like stardust energy. And (laughs) so in the beginning, we couldn't hold it for very long. It was overwhelming. It was like, maybe a minute and we were like okay I'm exhausted now we're done you know but that's why we kept practicing over and over again so we could hold the merge for longer so now I mean my sessions with clients can anywhere be from anywhere to 20 minutes to an hour so I have to hold that energy for that long but it wouldn't have happened had I not consistently practiced yep because our bodies will eventually accumulate to what it is we're asking it to do. It's the Mm -hmm. same with energy, but our physical bodies take a little bit longer to catch up. And, you know, we were talking about the gut issues. So I akin having digestive issues, which, you know, I never, I never really had digestive issues until I became an intuitive. Um, But that's because I was very good at hiding a lot of what was in my digestive track. Mm-hmm. And it's about digesting life. That's part of me is like, I, I, when I'm not okay, I look, okay, what it is it, you know, am I not digesting well, that's in my current life? Like, am I going, am I working through some trauma? That is often a key of, of me working through shit, um, literally. And um, sometimes it's about, oh, realizing I've suppressed that side of myself. Like, for example, you know, our sacral chakra, our second chakra, what is it all about? Our animalistic instincts, our, our emotions are like what we're feeling, what we're, you know, the desires, the, um, the reproductive system is there. Um, it's part in the, that chakra as well as the root chakra. If you think about it, it's, it's, our, it's, it's where we hold um, the drive that we have to do things. And if we've not tapped into it, or we're suppressing our own feelings, emotions, needs, wants, because of being quote unquote people pleasers, mm. all of that <laughs> sits in that area, the intestines, the large and the, the colon and the small intestines, the reproductive, it, it encompasses some of the stomach, it encompasses some of the liver area, whereas that's more power area, like your power, your, your yellow chakra but it all connects to each other. Sure. So if you're create, if you have a solid like root chakra, 
foundational energy, the start of the seed, the start of the desire, you, you amp it up with the feelings and wanting of it. You, and then you send it through the, I am our power center saying, yeah, this is what I want. And then you get it to the heart. Well, you've, you've, once you get it to the heart, if the heart's in it, the world's your oyster, but most people energetically can't get it past the second and third chakra. Yeah. Because, or even out of the first, because if your foundation, your familial, your, your root is not okay. You may have issues like, oh, anything from like leg pain, knee issues, joint issues, hip issues, pelvic floor issues, um, any type of like bladder issues. All of that resides in our, of course, our root chakra. And this is just one, this is just part of a bigger picture, friends. So understand that you need to go do your own research. The information you need will show up for you and trust that. But this is, this is the information I have carried with me to help not only my clients, but myself. Um, So if you have any issues like familial issues, you're working through (coughs) generational trauma, anything that's there that's not creating a sturdy foundation and you're working on it, you're going to, you may feel as you step into your intuition, you may feel pain there stepping into my intuition. Like yeah, I went through multiple joint replacements. Like it's like, cause that's, that's how much shit I had there. That's how much stuff I was holding in all these areas that I was unwilling to get rid of. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, well, come on, really, really? Like, I mean, like, but it just recently, I mean, I was just talking to Vanessa today about it, how I, I just, another epiphany about my body and about my parents. And, and this time it was my dad. And I was like, mother effer, <laughs> you know, it was just like, shit, more foundational <laughs> work I'm doing at the same time, stepping into that, all the emotions being a Gemini, having an heir and being a people pleaser. It's no wonder <laughs> why all of my weight sits in my second and third chakra, yeah. because all of the things that I don't say, I want to say, I can't say all the things I've experienced, the feelings, the emotions, my wishes and my dreams unfulfilled. They're all living in there. Yeah and jammed up yep, literally yep. <laughs> and there's a reason why we get constipated sometimes yeah. that's because we've got too much in there we need to either work through some of it and let it out or we need to work on clearing it and, and letting it go um so there's many different ways i think energetically we manifest our physical symptoms so my most recent experience was the fair. I did a wellness fair, not this weekend, but the weekend before. And I um, was pumped. It was the first one I've done in this area. I was super like, yeah. But the amount of energetic activity, and first of all, when you're, in, when you're a psychic or any type of intuitive and you're in a wellness and a, and a metaphysical expo, it's like you are plugged in. Just like, <laughs> it's like everybody is plugged into this center hub of whatever. Because yeah. most of us are amplifiers. Yeah. So if we have other psychics and intuitives around us that are open at that moment, 
we're all open together. We're all connected. And it's like this, like you're plugging into a massive unit of psychic energy. Mm-hmm. And, and the amount of, and for me to just be there to do readings, cause I was doing readings while I was there and then to give a talk and, and then and to give a group healing on the second day and then to do more readings. It was like by Sunday, I was so tired that it was like, I, I couldn't like lifting my arm to feed myself was, it was like, I felt like I spent like two days in the gym. Yeah. And so it was because I haven't done one like that. And if, if ever, I mean, I've been to them, but I haven't performed in it. And so my body holding that level of vibration for that long, it was like, whew, we need, we need to either keep practicing at this or we need to do some exercises energetically to either keep us, you know, dialed down or kind of being able to handle and control that type of vibrational energy. But it ended up, I ended up getting a kind of an upper respiratory thing. It's not the COVID, trust me. Um, I tested just because I didn't want to give it to anybody else. If that's being in public, you know, I was responsible. Um, and like my allergies turned into something in my chest and my chest was like, so I'm coughing, I'm congested. It's because my body is like saying, Whoa, Whoa, hold on, hold on. <laughs> like yeah. we don't, we don't experience this. This isn't no, 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 no. This isn't okay. Yeah. And because, you know, I went right into work. I didn't really have a chance to rest. My body was saying you, you're done. You're done. <laughs> you're done. Um, it needed time to recover from not only holding that energetic space, but also being with that much energy. And a lot of things happen, you know, even things I don't know. And that's why, and that's another, I think, point to share. And I'll, and I'll stop talking and let Vanessa talk. I'm sorry. Um, You're good. That's good info. um, When we're not realizing you know, cause sometimes we'll get a cold or we'll get a headache. We'll be like, Oh, you know, and we'll think I wasn't doing anything intuitive or I wasn't doing any work or whatever. But how do you know? Yeah. Because when we do the work of healing ourselves, when we're on our own specific journey, as well as helping others heal as Vanessa and I do, um, we, um, we're still working. Our bodies are still acclimating despite not feeling like we've been doing anything. So if you're healing like a mother wound or some childhood trauma, you may have done it mentally. And it's like, Oh, I understand now. Okay. I've done some healing. I've talked with my therapist. I'm working it through. I'm working it out. Yep. Okay. And you think it's just, no, it's a physical work too. Mm-hmm. So understand that you may not think that you're in that space, but you are because your body is, we have what's called cellular memory. And if there's been a trauma, you have that experience in your cellular memory. Well, you have every experience in your cellular memory you've ever experienced. So when you're releasing that, it takes energy and takes effort for your body to release that. So that's why sometimes you're like, why am I so tired? I don't want to be tired anymore. Why? Because you're doing some massive shifting, massive. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And that's good. Just treat your body and nurture your body and ask and be attuned. Try your best to be attuned to what it needs. If it needs rest, then you lay down. Like yesterday, I pulled out the pullout sofa. My cat and I, I got the electric blanket because I was cold. We opened the door so she could smell the birdies and we turned on TV and we just rested. That's all I did. And because I needed it, I had nothing mm-hmm. else left. So yes. that's part of it. You know, yeah. I love the idea or the, the knowledge of the, that you're not, all, you don't always have to be like sitting and intent, like in the intent of like, right now I'm connecting for that to be happening. Because as you were talking, it was like, Ooh, like I'm actually getting like a little bit of a, epiphanies of times in my life and things like that because you know like when when you always know that you have a strong intuition right you don't you don't always connect it to, to like a connection to spirit right because intuition isn't usually unless you're listening to someone like us it's not explained very well so when people think your gut instinct you're just kind of like oh my gut instinct like my it just talks to me and you kind of it's very superficial level of understanding but when you're like highly intuitive and don't realize how it's working in your life, that's, that makes so much sense of like, you know, I used to always be like, why can't I work like the other therapists? Like they can like handle eight people a day and I'm like dying. Like I can't do this. And it's like, well, they're operating from a different system. I don't know that I'm just kind of dogging on myself for like not being able to do that. But it's more because of what I've always known of like, I, I always let things flow. And at that time, that was my intuition being activated all the time during that, but not intentionally. So it's not as deep that vibration you're talking about. I wasn't accessing that higher, higher vibration. It was just kind of a little higher than like if I wasn't accessing it at all, but I'd get exhausted times in my life where I was a hundred percent, not listening to my intuition, but fighting it every single day, right. In a terrible relationship, I should have left. I shouldn't, I'm not going to say I should have in a terrible relationship that I had an inkling to leave much sooner than I did fighting that intuition every day, telling it it was wrong. <laughs> is like an energetic battle (laughs) inside my body. Yeah. That's why you're exhausted. That's why you're all of these physical symptoms are coming up that have never happened before because this, like uh, you awaken to a certain point and then you're fighting it. It all kind of makes sense when you think of it this way. Um, So, I mean, that, that alone makes so much sense, but I like the ideas. Like, I think people have a good, um, most people can a little bit accept that chakra talk, you know, um, because we see it and there's like pop chakra stuff, <laughs> you know, around people are hanging stuff. They don't really know because it looks beautiful and it feels like they feel the energy off of it, but maybe won't dive into it. But, you know, I, I remember like around that same time or, or when I first got here, my root chakra, like uh, the base of my spine I just, I, it was like, I couldn't sit anywhere. I couldn't feel comfortable anywhere. And it was like, cause I was trying to root <laughs> and I didn't know how I knew that I wanted to stop the things I was doing in my life. And I wanted to root. I didn't want to, uh, want to take off anymore. I wanted to find the spot that 
I could root in and it was blocked and it was a battle that I was having with myself. And that's how it showed up physically for me. And again, a conversation with somebody, you know, saying, well, yeah, I mean, look at what you're trying to work on right now. And you don't know like how to, to do that. So here's how to do that. Try this, try this, try this to like get that energy flowing in that space because that's how you're going to be able to do what you're intending to do. And guess what? I went on a road trip a couple of days ago or yeah, a few days ago with my daughter and both of us were kind of like, this trip is long. Never, ever, <laughs> ever in the history of us has that been a thing. We are like, let's get out of here. <laughs> Wherever here is, we're ready to get out of it. Because I did that work of like fleeing is not a thing that I want to do anymore. It, it it's it feels differently. Did we have a great time? Will we do it again? Absolutely. But it was that recognition of that root work having been done so that these kind of things feel differently and that the intention is different. And, you know, just that, that shifting and how it feels in your body. I didn't have back pain or root pain or anything like that from sitting in the car that long this time is a completely different experience. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. And I do have a story about that constipation thing because I, I like I have, I was diagnosed with IBS a very, very, very long time ago. Um, and for those of you who don't know, IBS is basically what they diagnose you with when they have no idea what's going on. They've tried these tests and nothing's come up. So they just say you have IBS or at least it was that way 20 years ago. Um, and I've just kind of like accepted it and dealt with it, you know, the best that I could, but I sat in, um, it was a, a, a holistic chamber meeting and somebody was talking about, um, their business and coming up with the idea for their business and all of this kind of stuff. And she said, she was like, and I'm not trying to like be weird or like overshare or anything. She's like, but this is how it felt. She's like, I got the idea. I got goosebumps right now talking about it. I got the idea and then immediately I ran to the bathroom and she's like, and it was like all the like garbage of the doubt and all, it just all came out of my body. (laughs) And I was like, what is that? And you know what, when you pay attention (laughs) to your feelings, that happens. I started to pay attention from that to this months ago. Like when I start to feel certain things, how does that affect the way that I go to the bathroom? And it's like, when I get nervous, something is different. When I'm afraid, something is different. When I'm getting ready to do something brave, it's like my body's ready to like empty out and go, you know, like let's, yeah, exactly. And it was like, this is fascinating (laughs) to me. Stuff we should learn all of us about our bodies because it, it's, it tells the tale a hundred percent. You can see the, the signs of everything our body's doing if you're paying attention yeah. um, and it helps you shift, right? Like being every bit of this information that we're giving gives you like, like the empowerment and the love of shifting because of how good it feels to release this stuff. It's like, oh my God, I want some more of that. <laughs> It's necessary. I mean, when, and, and, you know, and when I'm, cause my part of my constipation comes from the protein, my body doesn't for some reason know how to deal with pro- a lot of protein. And I think it's more hormonal than anything, but 
when I'm very rigid and I'm very like, I'm not getting my own way and I'm temper tantrumish. That's when I'm like the, when, when I'm like, okay, I can't, you know, it's all constant. I'm all constipated. So, mm-hmm. you know, our bodies are our great temperature gauges of what we're doing yeah. and how, what, what our emotions and what our energy is like. It's, it's a great indicator because the more in touch and intuitive you are, the more, the faster your body will react to that emotion or that thought. And mm-hmm. so you manifest whatever at a quicker um, pace. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about, I don't think I have a book here, but we talk about, we always say, talk about Louise Hayes book, A to Z. That's mm-hmm. part. I mean, that's a resource. It's not the end all, but it's yeah. a good resource to say, Oh, you know, I have chronic ankle pain. What is that? You know, what is that? And what I am, I'm like, are you connecting to joy? Are you connecting to the joy in your life? And, and, and generally the answer is no. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, that's why my ankle hurts is because I'm, I'm too, I'm not connecting to joy or happiness. I'm being, being very serious. So it's really fascinating. I think sometimes yeah. if we listen to our bodies and how it feels and what we're going through. And the other thing I wanted to say, um, when you were talking about, you know, were you saying your root chakra and how it felt when you moved there? Well, we also have to look at, you know, what were we doing in that moment? We were, you know, how, what is it energy around what we've done? Is it, Mm -hmm. was it a safety thing where we were running from something or we were being needed to be safe or was it an easy transition? Was it a transition that was smooth? Was it a transition that was rough? You know, we need to look at those things because, <coughs> you know, we don't need to t- tell about your situation, but, you know, in that moment you were, it's like you uprooted yourself from something you believed was a root. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so if you think about it, it's like tearing a plant from its root and there's like this sense of loss or sense of pain. And it's no wonder why you were having some you know, coccyx, the, the sits bone issues, because, you know, you, you took yourself out of a, a situation that wasn't for your highest good and then needed to replant somewhere, but the, the violence of doing it and the, and the energy around it created that sense of that's why it manifested as pain in your yeah. chakra right. because of the energy surrounding what you were doing, even if it was for your highest good. Right. And it was compounded by the fact that it was like seven or eight months after I had ripped the root. Right. And I had gone one place and didn't root there and then went on vacation, which was not ever meant to be a route. So it was like, that was the first intentional landing. Right? Like it was like the, the, like this, this is where, this is where we're going to do this work you know, um, and never having taken care of it at any point in between those. But the only thing that I was doing was like, don't, we're not rooting here. We're not rooting here either. <laughs> like over and over denying <laughs> any kind of rooting. And yeah. it's like, yeah, I mean, it made so much sense, but, um, you know, it's hard for people to sign on until they feel that 
you know, and even with me, with all of the, the things that I believed in and, and the trust that I had in all of, you know, all of the people in my life, you included, you know, how many times did I ask you questions, just random questions about like crystals and whatever, because it was like, I trusted the answers. I just didn't know what to ask most right. of the time. So, but once you do that, you're like, oh, okay. But a lot of people are afraid to do it because we really like to mask symptoms. We really like to just make the symptom go away um, superficially and then wonder why it becomes chronic. (laughs) And here's, here's, here's where, where I think we need to introduce the idea of the brain. Okay. When we switch over to believing and listening to our intuition, it means our brain no longer has control. Our brain does not like that. It is like, fuck you and your intuition. It does not because most of us, a lot of us, not everybody has experienced something in our lives that our brain has thought it was dangerous. Okay. And so what it's going to do is it's going to want to control your entire life. So it's going to make the decisions. It's going to tell you whether something's safe or something's not safe. It's going to look for things that affirm its belief system. So for example, relationships, you're like, I really wanted that relationship. It was a really nice guy. And he ended up abandoning you. Well, that's because your brain created a situation where it's affirming its narrative that people who love you abandon you. Right. That's what it does. Now I know it sounds weird because your brain's like your, your brain did that. Yes, it does. It's a very wily little person mm-hmm. inside your head. Anyways, I always think of plankton from SpongeBob and my brain. <laughs> Oh my god. Sorry. <laughs> Where that came from, but all right. Anyways. That's so funny. He was he was trying to take over the world or take over the underseas. That's what your brain is. It's it tries to take over your life. It does. So yes. when you begin to look at your intuition and you begin to have symptoms that your body's trying to tell you intuitively that something is wrong, your brain is not gonna want to listen to it. Yeah. Why do you think? we ignore illnesses and not take care of ourselves yeah. is because your brain is like, no, don't look at that. No, don't look at that. There's information there. I don't want you to have, no, don't look at that one either because there's information there. I want you to have, you know, it's, it's this constant sense of if I avoid it, it'll go away. Yeah. Or if I make, if, if I make the decision or the trust in somebody else, which is where we get that um, medicate the symptoms away. I don't have to listen to myself. I have to, I listen to somebody else and it's still not me. Somebody's going to give me a magic pill to make me all better. That's why, that's why the, the, you know, if you think about it, the weight loss industry is so rampant with false promises because somebody, they don't, we don't want to take care of our emotions. Being the overweight. Whole medical field. Yeah. Being oh, overweight oh. has, is, yeah. yeah. Okay. Some of it may have to do with physic, physio, the, the physical body. Sure. It has something to do with it but I'm sorry, it, no magic pill is going to take away the grief or the fear or whatever you're, you need to be protected from. Because if your brain is in control and you're not understanding why you feel the need to be protected and heal it, you're never going to not be overweight. I'm sorry. That's just, it's true. Yeah. And that's what, that's what the medical industry doesn't understand is that they, they want to hand out pills. They want to hand out simple solutions. They want to hand out surgeries. Well, I'm sorry. You need to refer your patients to a psychologist, a therapist, a trauma therapist to find out what is happening 
Because when you heal that, then you have the capacity to heal your body and to heal your life. Mm -hmm. We don't understand sometimes that our brain doesn't allow us to process things like grief, anger, upset, and we store them inside our body. Mm-hmm. And then that leads to things like, if you think about it, you think about cancer, okay? Mm-hmm. They're malformed cells. And if you have a high vibrational diet, you're good, you're connecting to your intuition, you're taking care of yourself, you have a good relationship with the heart and the mind, you have accepted your body and you have a good relationship with that chances are cancer can't form unless there's something within you energetically that's off Mm -hmm. because that's why you say, Oh my God, this person was so healthy. They ate so well. They ate. How was their mental health? Yeah. How was their connection to spirit? Why did they eat so well? Yes. (laughs) Right. Like, was it it, an emotional issue? (laughs) Could it it be that they've been, they were like, they were body shamed. Is it an extreme eating? Well, because of something that's happened in their life, a trauma, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. I'm not saying that every, this is every case, but the majority of people, my dad died of pancreatic cancer. Pancreatic cancer has to do with the sweetness of life. He lost the sweetness of life years before that. Mm-hmm. And he died from it. My grandfather too. Absolutely. So, 100%. and so we have to yeah. look at like, it's not just, you know, when we're have, when we have emotions and negative thoughts, it does not mean we all need to heal it right now. Or we're going to get cancer. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that the more we can look at our health, our wellness, our, from the intuitive standpoint, allow our emotions to exist in our life and accept them and take care of ourselves. The chances of us getting sick are far fewer. Our, our, our bodies, you know, it's like we abuse them by not taking care of our emotional being. Absolutely. I mean, we're, 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 we're a society that's built on not the human spirit um, on the whole. And it's almost, I mean, I, I don't want to say worldwide because there's plenty of countries that are not developed and they're probably like emotionally better, maybe not physically because of access and that kind of stuff, but they don't have the same, it's not the same issues that we have, but um you know, I think that, that we, we, we are conditioned and programmed to believe that we have to exist a certain way. And that means ignoring our intuition, right? Like nobody's intuition is going to tell them to work 10 hours a day. <laughs> Not nobody's right. Like, even if you're the hunter of the family, uh, you only go out in the morning, <laughs> right? Like we even do it now. You go out in the morning and then you come back because you're not supposed to do it for 12 hours a day. None of our intuition tells us to work. None of our intuition tells us to, you know, spend money on expensive cars and, you know, and have to work toward a $500,000 house. That is not our intuition. It would never lead us that way that, but our society is not built on intuition. It's up to us to access that and change it and learn how to exist in this because we have to exist, right? Like we know we have to, but how do I exist and take care of my emotions so that this doesn't take me under, 
you know, um, we have, we have many crises. Like, I mean, even, even hearing you, like, I was like, I feel bad because there's plenty of people that their doctor did send them to a therapist and it was a bad therapist. Yes. <laughs> and yes. I'm like, and it didn't help. And it makes me so sad because there are so many broken systems. Yes. Um, and this is where, I mean, I really truly believe in the holistic thing because um, there are a lot of therapists that are effective on the mentals for sure, but need to, to be working in conjunction with somebody who does more spiritual, natural stuff because the two have to happen. They have to, you can't ignore the spirit of a person and only access their mind and then their, their body through yeah. like, you know, those, those two things. Um, but like, I feel like if you're listening to this right now, you might get a little discouraged. <laughs> Sorry, did I go I, dark? <laughs> no, no, like I was just thinking about it and I was like, we're, we're, we want you to have the hope and the knowledge that it doesn't, it's not always painful. And that the, like the resource of the Louise Hay book, like you don't need to, you can just have it as a resource and just start the journey of understanding that we're just trying to make that connection. So our brain and our intuition can get along, but when you're experiencing all of these issues, it's that knowledge that my brain is having a temper tantrum. My brain doesn't want to listen to my intuition because it doesn't know it can trust it yet because I haven't exercised it. Right. And once you do that, these things do get easier, right? Like we know that, that, that we have a lifelong process. You hear Grace and I every week come in and tell us, you know, we, we're always telling you the stuff that we're working on. This is lifelong. We are always going to be working on this kind of stuff, but the closer we get to the brain and the intuition being in harmony, the easier it is to solve these issues and move forward. Like you said, Grace, the, the opportunity will present it to us sooner because brain will go. All right. Well, okay. All right. Okay. Show me. <laughs> Show me. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So like, I thought about that and I was kind of like, you know, like just know that like we're we're giving you the 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 knowledge to not be discouraged when you're in these situations when you're feeling this stuff when the like the pain is sitting in there and that that it's not always going to be that painful you know like we we both just described like these were the greatest pains the opening ones the growing pains you know what happened to me on Friday with my, my brain, it, I drank a ton of water and it grounded me enough that, that I felt so much better. You know, that was impossible at the beginning that, I mean, I could have drank an entire lake and it just, cause I needed to exercise that muscle. But um, yeah, like this, this, this work is not easy at first, but it's so, it really does get better. That's why we're able to sit here and talk about these things. And it's not traumatic to talk about the pain that we went through. <laughs> we're kind of yeah. laughing about it. We're kind of like, wow, look at how, look at what was happening. Yeah. Um, because, okay. and we're sharing it with you for that reason to allow you to understand that all of these different ways that, that it shows up, the closer your brain and your intuition can be to trusting each other this gets better. It gets so much easier. It really does. You hear us. We're no, we're no longer like 
like experiencing super extra pain. We get that little bit of like, oh, oh, this is uncomfortable, but I know it's here for a reason. And so I'm going to dive in. Well, and here's the thing is that whenever I feel that like my, my crown is being like expanded (laughs) and like open, I always ask, I say to the angels, I'm like, could you do that a little bit lighter? I'm like, could you do it without me feeling like my head splitting open? And they're like, and it's almost like they're like, oh, sorry, we didn't realize you felt that. And they kind yeah. of dial back the pain a bit. So yeah. it's like, we get the option to say to the universe, I get that this is, this is, I'm learning and I'm opening and this is part yeah. of it and that I'm experiencing this because of part of it. But could you please like help me out here? Cause I'm not feeling great. Yeah. And you never know. You might feel a little bit less pain than you did a minute ago. So right. that's the great part about it is that we get to say, we get to ask for less of it. And most of the time the angels will help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless <laughs> you're trying to avoid it. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> as soon as you said it, I was like, I feel like I would eye myself. <laughs> would try to trick <laughs> I'd be like no no it's okay and I do it right like I don't want to deal with it and so I will ask like please don't and it's in it's for my highest good and it is something that I asked for prior and I just don't like how it feels well guess what I'm not going to get as much relief as maybe I'm looking for it may ease up a little bit but it's still going to be uncomfortable because I still need to do the work <laughs> This is my current situation in my life right now, which is why I find I'm giggling a little bit is because <laughs> I, I did off, you know, before we were recording, I did request that this get easier. And I do understand that I need a little bit of that pressure and, and discomfort so that I will continue to work toward what I've asked for, what I've said I wanted. This is the path. I've got to do the work. I've got to experience some of that uncomfortableness so that I will continue to do the work. Yeah. I'm here for it. Like, you know, that's, that's the thing is that it's, I hate to say, I I don't want you to think pain is part of the process of opening up your intuition, but if you feel it, it is part of it, but that shows resistance. Mm-hmm. some way shape or form yes so if you're feeling it try to be a little more allowing try to be a little bit more open and saying okay be accepting of the process and then you're not resisting the shift quite as much um but and if you ever have any doubt or questions or is like i don't know what's going on here but this is ask ask mm-hmm. You know, ask a trusted mentor, a person who's been through it, ask a friend, ask one of us, we're here to help you. Um, We're here to do that. So we hope that you're being brave and stepping into your intuition and that you see what's there through the lens of a neutral party and through the lens of, oh, that's interesting. I bet you that's some of the symptoms. What am I resisting? And ask, and it's not about punishing. It's not about whatever. It's about being curious. Yes. So thank you guys for joining us. We will see you next time. Yes. Love you. If you were triggered by anything said in this podcast, please dial 911 or go to your local emergency room. 
more deeply understand your unique emotional reaction to today's podcast, I'd love for you to connect with me. You can find me at Vanessa Perry Counselor at gmail.com or at www.vanessaperry.net. And if you wish to take your healing further through energy work or channeling angels or the highest level beings, please reach out to me, Grace, at graceevergreen.com or graceevergreen at outlook.com. And always remember you are loved, you are worthy, and the world needs your light.